chugging along, writing a song when something special comes along. It's a long-winded directionless discussion for conversationalists. You bring the wit, you bring the brains, and we'll talk it over between takes. Welcome to Between Takes with Opal Entertainment. We are your hosts, Olivia O'Neill. And Aiden Driscoll. And we have a lot of conversations. One of our favorite things to do is have lengthy convos with interesting people. So we started a podcast. On this podcast, you can hear us talk about the process of our writing and the inspiration that we find in music, movies, and art that intrigues us. Our conversations may range from just a random story about a trip to the grocery store to exploring our purpose as humans in a very existential way. One of our hopes with this podcast is to expand our community. We hope to have guests hear from our listeners listeners get you involved in things we think are important. So tune in for some conversations from a couple of kids who think they know better. And sit back and enjoy this week's episode of Between Takes. Rock on and off. Give me just a minute. Just a minute. Can I ask one kind of... um, just one specifying question. Go for it. Do you include any soundtracks? The rule was not. The rule was not? Although I did. <laughs> I don't remember creating a rule that said Well, no. I think we were just going to be like, maybe case, do another maybe do another episode where we do our favorite soundtracks. That was on the table at one point, but this was just too good to pass up, and I counted as an album in my heart. Oh, which one is it then? Um, it's pretty obvious. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I think it's obvious, but it's between two. Well, I know which one, the other one you're talking about as well. For some reason, that one seems more of a soundtrack. Never mind. Okay, That's enough. you're confusing me. <laughs> you're confusing me more. Sorry. All right. As you know from the title, <laughs> we're doing my top ten albums today. Wait, give it more. Um, oh. More. Uh, congenial welcome to the folks at home. Hello. Do you know what congenial Conge- means? Like welcoming? Yeah, that can be it. Okay. Hey, everybody. We are back. Back and ready to go. Woot woot. Aiden usually does these intros. Sorry, you want me to try? <laughs> sure. Hey, folks. Welcome back to Between Takes with Opal Entertainment. We are your hosts, Aiden Driscoll. And Olivia O'Neill. And today, <clears throat> amongst other things... Uh, actually, the prime focus of today will be going over Liv's top 10 favorite albums of all time, or at least right now at in least. this moment. <laughs> yeah. So we may come back in like season three or four and say, actually, nah. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I hope I find more good music by then. That'd be awesome. But I do think some of these are just lifelong mm-hmm. staples and whatnot. Um, so. Before we get into it, mm-hmm. just one quick reminder. Season two is finaleing ending the season two finale is on <laughs> april 13th so after this episode you got one more episode and then we're taking a, a about a two and a half week hiatus and then we are coming back on april 30th and starting uh on the 30th is season three and we're shifting from wednesdays to saturdays for the release days of the episodes that's all so get ready mm-hmm. for season also three. again i wanted to re-remind sorry did you do something today no, I just can't believe, like, we're already going to be wrapping up season two. Right. Like, we, that's just cool. This is fun. Um, also, want to remind everyone of uh, the contact page that we have on our Between Takes page on our website. I don't know why that's hard for me to say. OpalEntertainmentMusic.com. Slash Between Takes. Okay. 
You'll What's get on it, that? Don't worry. That's where you can like write in questions, give mm-hmm. us topic ideas, all that fun stuff. Um, cause our tank is running dry. <laughs> it's <laughs> hey, not, it's not. but, uh, we, we have like an ongoing I- list of ideas and mm-hmm. then every so often it'll, we'll like have like seven more that we'll add. So yeah. I feel like but we're I good. It's just fun to get more people involved. Each season is also kind of fun. Like this season was a lot of guests mm-hmm. we had on, um, especially in the beginning. Right. Next season, I think we want to do a different way of collaboration, which means doing it with people right. that you got listeners and whatnot. Mm-hmm. sending in their questions rather than like we're not interviewing face to face but but basically having a conversation with conversation your... where we're in complete control and you don't have to say <laughs> no in what our no but is. no but you ask questions or just even just ideas of things to talk about not necessarily like it can be whatever right if it's like discuss the i don't know whatever the outcome of the 2016 election sure we could do that <laughs> Or, you, you know, something like, uh, yeah, I'm drawing a blank and that is why we need you. <laughs> yeah. You, we, 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 well, never mind. See, I have a tendency of like, when I give an example, I will pick like the most microscopic, um, like only applicable to me situation. Oh. And then when you give an example, it's either you use exclusively pronouns and be like, you know, like this or like that, <laughs> perhaps the other thing, or you just go, you know, like. I know I'm having you a hard time. Just trust people to fill in the blanks. I for just you. don't want to. I don't want to say something in that boxes that their ideas in. Sure. I'm trying to be like really. What's a broad like? It can be. I just want it to be like. It doesn't have to be philosophical and deep. Right. It can be like. In that case, uh, not the outcome of the 2016 election. Or yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Fear of flowers. I don't know. That's fear of flowers. <laughs> Favorite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or the fear. You know, classic florophobia. <laughs> I don't oh. know. So I just want it to be free and freeing to yes. ask whatever mm-hmm. or present an idea. It doesn't have to be a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling down in my bones. This might be our best episode ever. Down in your bones. <laughs> yeah. Down in some of my bones. Why not do you all say my that? My femur is not entirely on board, but yeah. the majority of the rest this of my episode, bones, this episode, this very one. That you we don't know why? It's moment. just kind of an in, innate feeling yeah. in you right yeah, now? Yeah, I think, and maybe, yeah, that's it. That's it. And and maybe um, saying it out loud will like hype us up and make us try and live up to that standard. Lovely. Yeah. So that's all. All okay. right. Ladies and gentlemen, without further no ado, um, I will start by just guessing what I think Liv's top 10 albums are going to be in no particular order, and then she will give me a tally of what percentage I got correct. She's also been ha- hiding her notepad all day. She's afraid I really that have. I will, like, And I speak. feel as you're looking at it right now. I'm looking at the backside okay. of it, but I just see yellow paper. Oh, good. Anyway, all right. Oh, so, man, people. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm just going to plug this. You know those um, legal pads you can get, like Office Max, Staples, anywhere, and they come, like, in packs of three or five? Right. Get them. They're so nice to have. You can write down anything you want. My mom used to make grocery lists on these when we were kids, like before you use like use your phone. Mm-hmm. And I just remember it being like grocery lists on it. Anyway, I, I, it's just so nice because you can just write down ideas. It's all there. I have like three that are kind of were dedicated to different things at first. Now it's just kind of like I don't know which one I wrote it in, but I think that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I would recommend because you can just write down ideas or to-dos or whatever and then you just rip it off throw it away or or just keep it in your book as like a memory 
Uh, I did that on Saturday. That one time <laughs> I got <for> lettuce. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. Cool. All right. So my guesses. Yes. Are you doing an order? Sorry. No. Okay. I'm just, just saying the a bunch of albums. I didn't get a complete ten. Um, okay. And then I have a couple that are multiple choice. Um, but the ones I have where I'm like fairly confident that they'll be somewhere on this are Leave What's Lost Behind by Colony House, 21 by Adele, Magpie and the Dandelion by the Avett Brothers, Ashland by Ash, Love War and the Sea in Between by Josh Garrels, Delta by Mumford and Sons. And this is where it's, I think, I'm not sure if you're going to have a Taylor Swift album on there, but if you are, it's probably Evermore or Lover. And then when we're talking about the soundtrack, I'm not sure if it's The Little Prince or Ratatouille. Like one of those two. Am I supposed to tell you which ones? Yes. Well, well not which did, ones, but what percentage. You did them. this or that on some of them. I don't okay, know how so to. So let me, re- for those ones, I will I will make a final guess that it'll be, for Taylor Swift, it'll be Lover. And for the soundtrack, it will be Ratatouille. Okay, you got three wrong. I don't know how many you had. Ten? So hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got three wrong, three out of eight. So that is five. So I got 50%. Shoot. Five out of eight and not 50%. But but eight out of 10 and five out of 10, because 10 is the number I'm shooting for, and I didn't fill it up entirely. Yeah. So it's five out of eight. I got five. Out of the 10 that you have. Oh. Five of what I guessed, regardless of the overall oh, number that I had, I sound are dumb. correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, cut that. Just kidding. Yeah. It's okay to be dumb sometimes. It is. And we're all dumb all the time, so it works out well. Cool. All right, Liv. I got 50% correct. You got 50% correct, but then you added one later on. You got 60% correct. So I You're confusing me now. I'm saving sure. a lifeline. Later on, <laughs> if I chime in and say I have one more guess, okay. that can count as an official guess. Okay, okay. I get you. So I'll start off at 10? Yes. I have Young Heart by Birdie. By Birdie? Yeah, have you not heard of this album? Uh, I don't think i played a lot. Whole... Or I've heard it. Or Usually when I'm playing it, you're always just like, what's this? Is this the one with Voyager on it? Mm-hmm. That's a great song. Yeah, yeah. This is, it's she's just good. really good album. Um, really, this is top ten stuff. I know. Wow. I was surprised as well when I made that decision, but it seemed just to be right when hmm. I. I think um, she's a lot different than other people I listen to. She's very singer songwriter, um, kind of mellow. She's an English writer, so she has like her accent kind of carries through, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Um, very, it's not dark, like like evil dark music or mm-hmm. anything but it's definitely mellow and like kind of mm-hmm. serene and whatnot um i love it i i yeah especially today it's been really windy here like mm-hmm. really super windy and i just want to play this album so much because that's what it is this also the one with skinny love on it it's not okay because she covers skinny love which is also her cover is pretty cool yeah i don't know is that on the album or is it just a single? I think it's on an album. Okay. Anyway. This is her latest album, 2021. I think it's labeled Alternative. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Is it right recent? I think it's the latest one that she's written. Yeah. Um, it's, I've listened to her stuff over the years after I heard Skinny Love of her do that cover. Um, and nothing really grabbed onto me, but this album did. Um, for sure. And a lot of her stuff has piano in it. That's really like um, verbed out. I haven't listened to I don't didn't even know I heard Voyager and that's about it. I need to listen to this album now. Um there's was a song called Evergreen, I think. Okay. That's a really good one. 
Um, she does a Chopin cover. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's a classical piano player. Oh yeah, chop the Chopin waltz or whatever. Chopin. Chopin, but yeah. Oh. Strike two. <laughs> Come on, Liv. Oh, no. You got this. You're fine. That was so funny. This you is literally slow pitch said softball. It. <laughs> it's got Chopin on it. Right. Chopin? That's what I said. Correct. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was the artist, and then this was called... Anyway. Uh-huh. Anyway. But yeah, that's, that's cool. That's number 10. I like her. Rock lot. on. Number nine, you got correct. It's 21 by Adele. Yeah. Um, This is definitely a classic that I think will be in my top 10 fair life type thing mm-hmm. i grew up on the album i think we talked about this a bit mm-hmm. um you and you were like eight years old with your younger siblings would sing about the breakup that you just went through i know <laughs> so emotional no i don't think we really like there are definitely songs on this that i probably sing the wrong lyrics because yeah. i think everyone's had that where you like when you're a kid or even anytime mm-hmm. when you don't see the lyrics and you just sing it and you have those lyrics in your head and then you look back later and mm-hmm. you're like that was not what they wrote mm-hmm. Just kind of fun. In real quick, in Rolling in the Deep, does she have a line about reap just what you sowed? I think. Okay, I think so too, but I wasn't sure if that was one because there are a bunch of lines from that where I was like, "This is the line," and then I looked at it and was like, "That's not it." Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't sure if reap just what you've sowed was on there. Anyway, yeah, I think I, that's what I've always thought. Yeah. Um, I think she's really cool. I think her uh, stage presence and just her personality on stage is really inviting and really yeah. fun i would love to see her perform i think that would be cool. the best it's so cool because i feel like she can perform with like a pit like a band mm-hmm. and have this like grand and she you know i don't know she's really built yeah. presents herself really nicely so and her voice is really cool um, and it's kind of amazing how many like lead singles she had off that album i know like four or five of them were like top oh yeah we all know that one adele song yeah and they're all from this album yeah that's crazy except for like hello i guess and now well that's a different album well, that's oh. what I, if you were like oh adele name all the songs off of adele they're like right. three or four at this point that i think are not off of this album right of like the top singles that she's had you're right and then the other like five or six are from and she album. really hasn't released that much music she just released her fourth album Mm-hmm. and she's in her she's older too. she's 30 oh duh right man I'm just hitting them all today. <laughs> her her last album was called Thirty, so right. they're all after like know. the age that she was when she was writing them. Anyway, cool. so that was my number 21. nine. I, think that's I remember. I I don't think I loved. I, my older sister Hannah liked Adele for a while when when I was younger, and I she didn't really grab onto me. I thought some of her stuff was fine, and then when you and me started becoming friends. I listened to her a little bit more and then I was like right after Hello came out and that was like all I knew. And yeah. so I didn't, I tried to listen to that album. I didn't really like that album very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but then one day, I think we were all, it was, this was fairly recently in the last couple of years. It was like you, me, Lexi, Nigel, Logan, just a bunch of people all hanging out at Corey Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on the way home, we were driving, we happened to be going the same way and we're all going, you know, on separate cars and like you and me and Lexi, or maybe I was getting a ride with one of you. Anyway. I don't remember the chronology of it all. It's we okay. came to a stoplight at the same time and we were both tuned to the same radio station and none of us listened to the radio really. We just happened to like all be at this radio station <laughs> and someone like you was playing and we were both like got to the stoplight, rolled our windows down and started blaring it and we're like, oh, you're playing that too? And yeah, 
that was that was the moment where I was like, this song is really good, and this is a great experience I'm having with it. And then listened to the rest of that album, and then I thought, yeah, this album's good. I'm happy with this. Yeah. She definitely, um, like, I appreciate her individual songs, but she definitely does sound the same. Like, yeah, you know it's Adele. Right. Which right. I think sometimes it can be like, uh, you don't really want to listen to it all the time if you're not in the mood for it. But it doesn't mean it's not good. Uh-huh. Like, I definitely have those times, like, <clears throat> where I'm like, I don't. You know, it's not something you just put on necessarily. Right. It's kind of, yeah. Yeah, she's solid. We sing her a lot to warm up for shows or mm-hmm. different stuff. That and Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Is that on your top ten album? No. I didn't think so. I don't even know what album that's from. I don't either. Okay. We're Number cruising eight. right along. Mm-hmm. Number eight. You got correct. Love and War and the Scene Between. This is number eight? Yeah. At one point, this was your favorite, but okay. Sorry, I know. Isn't that crazy well, how it changes? Eight by Josh Gerrels. You're making me second guess myself. No, you're good. Sorry. Just no, it's by Josh. Yeah, it's by Josh Gerrels. Um, this is a great album. I don't know what to say about it. it. Lyrically, it's amazing. Musically, it's amazing. I didn't love his voice at first. You're crazy. I know, but it's 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 just so different. And I guess I'm just usually drawn to more textured in voices, and he yeah. doesn't really have that at all. It's actually quite clear. Oh, so cool. Um, but yeah, super good. Um, he has a very interesting way of visualizing certain ideas that seem so simple. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about them, like, you know. And the way that he, like he actually, we've analyzed a couple of the songs with Reed and like at their barest bones, it's not that complex what's happening but so much of the complexity is in the melody writing, the lyrics, which I think are a whole separate thing, mm-hmm. and just how intricately everything is orchestrated and the instrumentation of it all. I mean, each song has so many tracks. So much on it. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom told me, I think you, Lexi, and your mom all at one point or another told me to listen to him. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned this album. Um, and first time i listened to it i started at the top and i was leaving from work and white owl is the first track and white owl is like a fan favorite between like you me and reed yeah that's, that's one of those oh it's so good um i also love he, oh sorry go ahead well no i was just driving i was driving and the whole verse it's a pretty long verse and the melody does this whole it's like this whole ascending and descending it's, yeah. it's super intricate and cool and the instrumentation is pretty much the same and it just has this like drive to it but it's this intensity that's like holding back and it's all in, in minor it's all in e minor and then the chorus it switches and now it's in the parallel major and e major and just has this lift that the first time i heard it i like pulled over and rewound and listened <laughs> to that transition over and over and over mm-hmm. and w- was just so blown away by how cool it was. And then we looked at it with Reed and he, same thing. He, I remember his face of like, what? This is so cool. And it's still great. All right. I'm just looking now. It has 18 tracks. It's a long one. I didn't sure. realize that. Yeah. One of my favorites is Beyond the Blue. That's good I one. love that one. And Further Along is the first one that I listened to. That's a good one. I think that's the one that was recommended to me by my mom or someone. That's um, a really good one. Yeah. Do you think there's a through story? I can't um, find one, really. I mean, yeah, but it's much more of a... Um, it's not like following one central protagonist through one central event. No. But it is like, here are here is a... 
No, I guess not. It doesn't have a through story in in the typical way. <clears throat> I feel like he started out with like a vision of maybe not what what is a theme, but something maybe a little more generic than that. An overview of like what he wants this song to make people feel, or right. what he wants this album to make people feel. Right. And then from there, when it wrote, because mm-hmm. I. There's nothing on here that's sad, overly sad, or overly happy. It's not like emotions like that. No. So it doesn't really have an arc in that sense. But it's so like, um, it's so profound, thought provoking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, farther along is such a good song because he just f- throws lines out there, and you it just one single line. And I you know. Go, Whoa. And you're like. Whoa, that's so good. That's such a good line. And that's just one line in the song. I mean, yeah. he has The Resistance is another song I think that is just chock full. I mean, he that's for one thing, it's essentially rapping away where he's mm-hmm. like smushing it's line, 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 line. And it's all built on itself. And it's it's so Yeah. Uh the secret committees commence with their meetings to create red tape in response to simple questions. Such a good line. <laughs> It's such a good line. It's just like you said, just profound, just and true. And he just kind just of makes you stop. Yeah, he's not trying to make beautiful imagery or anything, but he's just telling truth that with right. that comes beauty. Right. Mm-hmm. So his song Ulysses. Song titles are super cool too. Ulysses is so good. Yeah. Ulysses is good. Oh. Bread and wine. Bread and wine's also very. Oh man, I didn't find that one until later because I don't. I think I must have just. Sometimes I grab onto a song, and then I just listen to that song before I like a right. bunch, or and then this right. one before I listen through the whole album. Yeah. And Bread so and, it, and Bread and the Wine is like kind of I guess it's in the middle. Right. It's shortly after Ulysses, I think. Yeah. But still. I think if Ulysses so is like good. the end of Act I don't, One, and I don't know Act Two as well. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Yeah. I'm also in the same boat. But I mean, I have. Anyway. Listen to the whole thing, but yeah. Okay. Oh, it's a great album. Moving right along, number seven, you did not get. I put this down. I'll just tell you, it's the Lumineers. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Can I make one more guess? Yeah. Is the head and the heart by the head and the heart on here? No. Dang it! All right. <laughs> Strike three. Um, I. Uh, really. I know. Lumineers it's... above head and the heart. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make you doubt, but that's just interesting. I know. I was going through, and I was, I was just like kind of listening to the head and heart again today. And I really do love like them. And I guess I feel like when I started getting serious, serious <laughs> about pursuing music more in like a thoughtful, not just like a like before you said I love you to it and all that. <laughs> oh gosh, um, they so, were quite an inspiration for me. Yeah. Um, the Lumineers. I think I just enjoy the way their songs sound more. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't originally going to put these on here today because I do think they're, I can point to different songs that I like and different albums that are more complex in a sense that I find like really intriguing and fa- fun. These aren't necessarily like really complex right. things, but they made me want to perform. Right. And complex they, doesn't equal better. And no, of course not. More emotional or more favorite. Or no. Whatever, but yeah. But I think the reason that I picked them was for their energy, and you can tell that they love singing yeah. and that they're it's a party and it's yeah. it's it's raw and um, they're playing music because they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I guess I want to that's on there for me because that's what I want to be emoting also mm-hmm. when we play. So that's why I picked them. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I picked their title <clears throat> or whatever it's called. Self-titled. Self-titled album. Because um, it's the best? <laughs> yeah. I just, and his voice is so cool to me. Mm-hmm. It's so like untamed. It's so fun. And there's like little to no backing vocals on almost It really is not. Stuff. It's so, it's so raw. Right. And if there is, it's like giant crowd singing behind him. It's not like perfect harmonies or, mm. or anything like that, really. It's kind of amazing how well known it is. Yeah. Because it's really not well like, known, that like that well album. done in quotes, right. like studio wise. Right. And how like that album, that first album, that's like 11 songs, like they were touring those 11 songs for like three years because they just got, they just blew up so quickly. They must be sick of it. Uh, yeah, they were. I mean, I remember hearing <laughs> interviews with them right after Cleopatra came out, and they're like, "I'm so glad we have more songs <laughs> that we can play, because we've been playing these songs for like three years, which is like, it's a great album. I mean, it it's is cool. Good. They're great songs. But I could see how you'd want to. But like, I, I'm sure there was a song up. or two on the set where they're like, "I'm tired of this." But yeah. if we don't do it, then the set's like 20 minutes long. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I just find them. I find it really sen- sentimental. I guess. I, I think. Okay, sorry. I just. I'm, I'm angry at myself that I didn't think of the head and the heart, but also surprised that you don't have it on there. Mm-hmm. But I think one difference between, I always kind of thought of those two in, the, in a very similar camp for a while, especially their first albums, because I thought the first self-titled album, they're both self-titled, mm-hmm. have very, I like them for very similar reasons. They right. both have just such definite, like, I'm going to use the word vibe to them. Sorry, Liv doesn't <laughs> like the word vibe. There's just, there's maybe the atmosphere, that's a better word. They both have such a de- distinct atmosphere around it. I listen to the yes. Heaven Hearts first album and I'm like in a very specific place. I listen to the Lumineers first album, I'm in a very specific place. Mm-hmm. And they're not exactly the same as each other, but th- I have a very similar reaction to the two of them. Right. Um, mainly hives and like sore throat. Um, <laughs> but after like an EpiPen, I'll be fine. Um, and I think I would agree with you if I really like had to like pick which one is, because I would say the Heaven Hearts first album, I like that album better than the Lumineers first album but for the band as a whole which isn't exactly what, exactly what we're talking about mm-hmm. but Lumineers stuck to that atmosphere I think they continue that atmosphere oh. in a very consistent way although changing it and altering it as they went more consistently than the Head and the Heart did the Head but and I the mean Heart. even for me I mean that's interesting so you would pick Head and the Heart if you just looked at the albums if it was just self-titled albums mm-hmm. yes I would say where I think at this point I'm just picking the Lumin like I see what right. you're saying, but I'm also, yeah. I guess lyrically, I, The Head and the Heart I is a little bit more thoughtful and right. stuff. And they do have more, like, pretty harmonies, and in yeah. a way, their music is prettier, quote-unquote. Yeah. And so I guess that's the, if you were like, hold these two albums together, which one do you want? I'd probably pick Head and the Heart. If it was which band are you going to choose? Probably the Lumineers, because right. their sound I like better overall. Me too. And it's more consistent, because The Head and the Heart do explore a lot more things that right. I don't necessarily, not jiving with, necessarily. I'm sorry. Wow. Sorry, Mom. Liv's dropping phones. Sorry. Puts us sleep a little bit. Cool. Okay, well, Lumineers. that was seven. That's a great album. Moving right along. In Six. search of good times and good news. Good can't choose. This could become a habit. Opportunity. <laughs> Knock once. Let's reach out and grab it. Together we'll nab it. We'll hitchhike bus in yellow cabot. Cabot? Doom doom. Moving right along. Foot loose and fancy free. What's this from? The Muffin movie. Oh, okay. Getting there is half the fun. Come share it with me. Right? They played Rainbow Connection at my job yesterday. <gasps> That's a great so song. So I was frosting cookies and 
Oh, yeah. Liv just changed jobs. Liv, you want to talk about your new yeah. job real quick? I'm working at a bakery uh, as a cake decorator. Well, it's not. It's not. I'll back up. <laughs> it's a full dining room and restaurant for lunch and breakfast, mm-hmm. but also a bakery, also a cake, also catering. So I work in the cake department as a decorator. We don't bake, but we decorate. I fr- I fr- so today was my second day. I frosted two cakes today, strawberry cakes, and even did a little strawberry decor frosting thing in the corner. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty proud of it. It went in the cake case out in front in the Could lobby. you. I know, right? So that's pretty great. Yeah. But what's fun is um, in the cake room, we can kind of – it's probably the most free place to be as far as like – Like you don't even have to pay to get in there. <laughs> That's the r- real reason we've been no. losing money is because of the other jobs are like twenty dollar admission fee. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff adds suck. up. <laughs> um, no, but they have. We can play music in there, and yesterday was a lot of old Disney mm-hmm. movies music soundtrack, which was just fun. Just mm-hmm. an overall fun atmosphere to be in. Very grateful. I just shivered real quick. Okay. All right. Sorry. Number sorry. seven. Number six. Right? Number six. You did not get this one either. Uh, Expectations by Wild Child. Really? Yeah. I like it. Oh, this is a good I album. like it a lot. Uh, this is actually their latest album. Yeah. That's I, interesting. I know, right? You like this one? What are the other albums you know best? Fools and Pillow Talk. Okay. I think those are, yeah. I, I, it has, um, let me read off some of the songs I like. While you're doing that, um, I think i was when i found wild child i was in the phase of i'm going to listen through their entire discography i'm going to start at the very beginning and hear the evolution as i go and that's how i was with like all bands and so all these people kept recommending you should go listen to wild child and so i started listening to pillow talk and i got distracted by that because i just listened to that album over and over and over and barely explored any of their other stuff until fairly recently and then yeah the only the other album i know best is probably the runaround and I don't know expectations don't know very one. well. This, is this expectations of the one with the one? Yes. It is? Okay. Yeah. I know that song and I know Alex. Is this the one with um, Sinking Ships? Yeah. I yeah. was going to say I like that one. I also like Think It Over. Oh, I forgot about Think It Over. Yeah. They have a couple of these ones. Follow- what is this one? Hold on. That's the one. Think It Over is the one with the Yeah. It's I've so been good. waiting for you. She says, please come over. I know I shouldn't, so I wait, wait, think it over. Oh, that's a great Isn't song. Isn't it good? I feel like this whole album is their most, even though they're still kind of like, <laughs> they're angry writers sometimes. <laughs> they are. But this one I feel like has the most fun. Yeah, it's fun. I should And it's this album kind more. of, it is more, uh, what's the word? There's more instrumentation. Yeah. Although this I do like album. Pillow Talk for that, like for that sound of simple, you hear a lot of ukulele, but this it one has kind a of very like consistent palette across the entire thing. Yeah, which is funny that I don't like this one more because I think I would normally be right. drawn to that. But I it's think it's really interesting. This was the album where each song, I think, I believe each song was a different producer working on it. Really, they like specifically went to a to a studio. I can a see that. Engineer I... and we're like, hey here's the song that we have. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do with it? And they would just throw out ideas and be like, we're not going to say no to anything. And I that's can like what see the album that was. because I do think each one kind of brings its own like different I think thing. To this album again. You should. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about think it over. Okay. Sorry. Oh, I like expectations too. We Can't stop burning bridges. Remember when she sang that live? I had it all and you were the one. Dun, 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 dun. 
What? That's what I'm thinking, right? That's where the chorus is. Can't stop. That's expectations. What did you just say? Expectations. I'm singing expectations just now. Right. Isn't that the one with the chorus of can't stop burning bridges? Oh, I think so. Sorry. I thought you were. That's, yes. Yeah. Can't stop burning When we yeah. saw them live, this was an awesome oh. number because she was just she so into, into it. And she like grabbed the mic and was like down in, at the front of the crowd. It was a pretty small crowd. It was probably like mm-hmm. 70, 80 of us or something like that. The number's getting bigger every time we tell this story. Sorry, it was like 15. (laughs) (laughs) No. It was a really chill, intimate environment. It was a ton of fun, but she's like up there, and people are just like cheering and crowding around her and screaming, and she's like getting in everyone's face. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I do think they played quite a few songs off of this one when we were at the concert. So also, because of that, I have that Mm. remembrance of like what, of... Oh, gosh. I've seen them live. Yeah. Here we go. Strike five. <laughs> the memory. <laughs> hey. Sorry. Well, it's a full inning. So it's, right. it's technically nine strikes. Right, right, right. So I put that one on there. I That's think a good they're, one. they're a duo. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely like. It's funny how you can be inspired and want to draw like things into your music from other people, but I wouldn't necessarily write about what they write about. No. Maybe it's just because I haven't been like through that horrible breakup apparently because <laughs> they just yeah that's funny i know what um, it would be funny if they actually never had like any yeah <laughs> yeah they're like no i've been happily married since i was like <laughs> yeah. 18 like, what's going on <laughs> that was when we saw them live she mentioned something about how we like they just finished a song from one mm. of their, their second or third album and she said something about how man i listened to some of these lyrics and think I was angry. I was not in a good place. <laughs> Kelsey, get help. <laughs> yeah, so they're fun. All right, that was number five? That was number six. Number six. Okay, I was close. Number five, you did not get right. What? <laughs> How did I get five of these? I've only got like one right. What is it? Is it Ratatouille? It is Folklore by Taylor Swift. You guessed I was every confident other one. it was not folklore. Really? I was confident it was Why not, not folklore. Because Evermore is better and Lover is better. No, it's not. I'm going to, I'm going to, here's, okay, sorry. Strike six, technically. Um, no, I don't know. I just think because I've talked to a lot more about Evermore and Lover, but I think it's mainly just because that's the one that I like best. And so as soon as you start talking about folklore. So what does that oh, okay. say about our conversation? <laughs> It means that our that conversations are how I want our conversations with our audience <laughs> yeah. to be, where I'm in complete control of yeah. everyone's opinion. <laughs> we need to work on that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You don't do that a lot. Yeah, I don't think I do. Um, but yeah, I also, if I don't I know I really the thing, like Lover. I mean, we, we sing that one so much, and we yeah. play that one. Um, and part of me is like, you picked that Didn't you pick that one? I didn't pick it. It picked me. Sorry. Sorry. Was it on your top ten? No, oh, okay. but that's the one out of all the Taylor Swift albums I've ever heard. That's yeah. definitely the one. I mean, I, like I don't know. I go maybe I don't know if I'm just picking this because it's more of a deeper cut, like of sorts. Mm. So it's like this I was the one be... no one really liked folklore. I know. And then Evermore came out, and all of a sudden people liked it, her again. Yeah, well, maybe it's just because this one was just so drastic. Evermore is w- way Evermore's. closer to this. So then they were used to it by now. Yeah. But they, even the ones who know. hated folklore are like, yeah, I'm fine now. I, anyway, I don't know if I like like every single song. I, he, make, I'm just second guessing everything. Don't sorry. Don't um, everything. No, it's okay. I, I I just barely know folklore. Yeah. I'm just trying to make sure this is the one I want to pick. It has Exile on it with Bon yeah, Bear, which song. is so fun. There's one called Seven in August. Um, I don't know if this. Book. I mean, this is. I'm putting this as number five of my all-time favorite albums. It's better than the Lumineers. I mean, yeah. 
I might switch it to Lover because we just, that one, but I just, there's some songs in there I don't like at all. At all? Like yeah. which ones? Like, I forget Miss Americana and the Heartbreak, whatever, something or other. Okay, there are songs I skip past. Sure. And Me, don't like that song. Is that the one with Panic at the Disco? Yeah. I don't know that one. And The Archer. All right, I'm going to let you make your own decision. So I don't know if I should put, but there's definitely ones on Folklore that I don't like either. So I, I'm just trying to make sure. Oh. Can I just say Taylor Swift? No, <laughs> you can't say Taylor Swift is my fifth favorite album. <laughs> you know this artist that literally has been doing things for Can decades? I, make, I feel like I make a playlist of some of the songs from each one, and that would be my favorite. That, that doesn't count. I know, but I, I don't have a number my five. Top, then my top favorite album is like, I mean, that it, it's it's partially Delta, partially as good a place as any. No, no, but it has to be the same artist, artiste. That's what I'm saying, though, is we do it your way, that's just a half a step away from my way, which is including multiple artists, and that's just your own playlist. So I think you got you to gotta lock in a definite number five. And I'm fine with folklore. Don't make, I'm like, I'm not. Well, I know, I know, no. I just want to make sure that I want to say that to the folks, because I don't know if I think that's correct. I'm trying to think of what made me pick this. I like her. I think she's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with it. Go with folklore? Uh, when I say it out loud, I don't like it. You like this one better than Love War and the Sea in Between? No, probably not. But do you like Lover more than Love War and the Sea in Between? Can we swap? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Number five is Love and the War and the Scene Between. Okay. And I'm just going to push um, Folklore to number eight. I'm oh, that's pick, dropping all the way down to number eight. Yeah, because that's where Love and War and the Okay, so sorry. Go go back over then in the new order. So ten would be Young Heart Young by Birdie. Young Heart Birdie. by Birdie. Nine would be 21 by Adele. Okay. Eight would be Folklore by Taylor Swift. Okay. Then we go to the Lumineers at number seven. seven. Then, then six is Expectations. Five is Love, War, and the Scene Between. Because after talking about that one again. That sounds better. I'm like, that is a great album. Yeah. I think what gets me sometimes is his voice is the last thing that I like about it. And normally the, the voice is the first thing you like about it. Right. Yeah. So it makes me think, do I actually like it that much? But he's such mm. a good, the instrumentation, the music, the melodies, the lyrics. So good. Yeah. And it really does fit his voice. <laughs> I just, not my favorite of. That's crazy. Of all time. Okay. Sorry. So we rearrange. So number five is Love War in the Scene Between. Indeed. And number eight is Folklore. Right. All right. Sorry. Do you have anything else you want to say about Folklore? I kind of I mean, I think her story is just really interesting stuff. I mean, just to narrow it down for you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) For example. I'm just trying to think of an articulate way of saying this. She writes like she's writing a book. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that can get annoying slash like not very musical. But I think it works so well with how she does stuff. Um, she's not a great, like amazing, amazing, amazing vocalist that I've ever heard. Right. But I mean, she's still very competent in it. Like she's still very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think she's just so creative. And the fact that she came with two albums in a year that are like full length, long yeah. stuff. That's awesome. I recently started watching her. She has a documentary thing on, is it Disney Plus? 
um, that is going over. That's Evermore that she's going over. And it's like a studio session where they do they play them live. Jack Antonoff's there who helped from the bleachers who helped produce. And this other guy, I can't remember his name. The other producer, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically this cool studio session. They're in the woods and they like go between recording the song live and then they go to like this campfire and talk about it. So it's kind of fun. I was working while watching it, so wasn't able to pay attention super close, but mm-hmm. super cool stuff. Quick question. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Do you have anything more to say about? No. Go okay. ahead. Do you have any Hootie and the Blowfish? No. <laughs> okay. Can I make one last guess? Yeah. We're at number four next, right? Yeah. Okay. I feel like this is where this would probably drop in. One last guess. This if you want to say this doesn't count, that's fine. But is Gravity by Kenny G on there? <laughs> or is it Duotone? How did you know? It's not. How do you know these songs? Did you look them I up? I just looked them up. <laughs> <laughs> we randomly watched a bunch of Kenny G music videos the other day, Liv and I. So if you have some free time, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the guys. And I will also re-recommend Beautiful Day by Michael Buble. Because <laughs> that In case you missed the last never episode. Not be fun. That will never not be fun. All right, sorry. Number four. What cool. do you got, Liv? This is Leave What's Lost Behind by Colony House. <laughs> you got such it. Such a good album. I'm not sorry. I'm not cheering because I got it. I was just cheering because it's such a good album. No, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know what to say. It's great. Yeah. There are definitely songs that I prefer more. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we talked about this. Was it the second half that kind of... Well, they just go back and forth between like this is such a beautiful song with beautiful and, like, lyrics crazy and beautiful, rock yeah, type. and now it's like now it's just a rock show. So I tend to skip those ones, yeah, and then I just listen to the pretty ones. I love Julia. Do you like El Capitan? Yeah. Okay, that's a bit more rockish, but that's kind of in the yeah. Room. But do you like? Um, it's really a, I don't know. Do you like original material? That one I skip usually. Do you like take it slow? Yes. Even with the take it slow, da 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 take it slow. Yeah, I don't mind that. I love this album. Yeah, trying, um, trying. Julia. What's the we last sang song? Julia the last time. Remember? Oh yeah. Do you want to reprise real quick, or should we wait for like a couple hours until <laughs> yeah, it gets yeah, light yeah. enough, until our voices are warmed up? So there, are, and then it's 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 like a. I don't know if it's necessarily like a concept album, but I definitely think it has like through themes that are going on that are called back to. And one of the, I mean, a very obvious one they have like the Runaway Part One, Runaway Part Two, Runaway Part Three scattered yes. throughout the album. All three of those are gorgeous. Are just so so beautiful. I just think they're so creative and again just love music and love singing. So and his voice is so good, and his voice is good when they're doing like "Wife and Try," which is mm-hmm. an amazing song where it's just full of these rich harmonies and it's clear and it's golden. And yeah. then they're doing "Take It Slow" or original material, which is kind of like a rock yeah groove type thing. And he's he his voice sits perfectly in both of those. Yeah, and they're not even that drastically different tones. I know. He has a really interesting vibrato, mm-hmm. too. It's like, I, that was, you showed me a live video. I don't know what the first song you showed me was. It was probably You and I or It was You and I. For My Time to Come. I like You, you and, and I. I. And it, um, the vibrato was of like the first thing that I noticed about his voice. Yeah. It was just like, what is that? Where did mm-hmm. it come from? It's so beautiful. So, and not to neglect from the other pe- part of the band, they have the bassist, Park. Park Guitarist. They have. Scott Mills. Yes. Will on drums will franklin on drums it's such a good band i just i just yeah they just all are so obviously like they good love buddies. music they love each other they love their audience so so good i really want to see them live yeah that'd be awesome one. they live like 30 minutes away from us yeah i think they're touring though i don't think they are right now i'm not that they oh. are cool um, that was number four yeah do you, sorry do you have any favorite lyrics from that album 
I mean, I'm sure I do. I'd have to look. Okay. Nothing the, pops out at the top of my head. The very last song on the album, The Hope Inside. Oh. The bridge for that. We are the flowers that are ready for rain, waiting on the water to restore what remained. Wilted hearts harmonize together in pain, singing hallelujah while we wait. Echoing voices from inside of the hall, spray-painted pictures on the side of the wall, looking for meaning in the midst of it all. Are we even listening anymore? Hmm. Maybe there's a reason why this world spins around in circles. Like it's given us another try. Every Wait, sunrise to find purpose. This is where I'm from? Yes. It says, like, where I'm from, illuminated lanterns glow and never flicker when storm winds blow. Mm. And then the scent. I could just read the whole thing. Cedar. Cedar. Cedar, sorry. The taste of citrus on my tongue. The sound of sirens Ooh. all feel like home. I can see the eyes of my daughter. But yeah, I love the the melody of where I'm the lost and broken sing along. The way everything hits. Yeah. It's so nice. And this is one that starts out with like a like electronic drum set and mm-hmm. snapping and stuff and then the scene comes on kind of it's blech, singing comes in and there's like synths underneath and like light keys going on and then the vocal like the when he's in the second verse all these like extra voices are singing with him and it's so full and rich and then the guitar solo on there is this is so good. Everyone listen to where I'm from. Yeah. If you're not going to listen to nothing else, listen to where I'm from. Well, what else yeah. do you have? Why, why even try is also so good <sighs> because it's kind of going through the whole, the start of the song is kind of like, well, why even try? Right. What's the point? Everything always It's fails. kind of like a, yeah, it's kind of, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. The ending, it says, yeah, you don't have to do this all on your own. This fragile life that you hold, it's too heavy to carry alone. So why even try? So that's kind of like, right. what's the point? But then it, it switches at the very end. It says, all of the doubts, all of the lies, all of the fears, all of the tears that you've cried are too heavy to carry alone. So why even try? It's the same line. It's so. But it's got such a different impact. When that's, I heard that first, I was like almost crying. Yeah. Like that is just so moving. Yeah, that's so good. And I think this is kind of what I was talking about with like books last week, where the words themselves are the same. Why even try? They sing that many times throughout the song. Mm-hmm. And the first two choruses, you're like, man, this is sad. Why are you so sad? And then after the bridge, it's triumphant and it's joyful because the context is now, uh, I'm, what's the, what's the third verse? Fragile hearts in these fragile times often break before they ever find that there's hope inside of the shadow land written in the sky and stone and written on our hands. So why do I always measure the truth with the weight of a lie? Nothing's broken inside of me for good. I'm healing in time the way I should. I can see it if I keep my head held high. Arms open wide. That's after that later, but yeah. Dang it. Yeah, and then everyone's singing. All the backing vocals are going, whoa. Singing all that. And then the second time, you just hear this, this triumphant, woo in the back it's yeah, just it's so, so triumphant good. it's just like this the song just has this weight to it and then it gets uh. to that third verse it's too heavy to carry alone so why even try and it's just like you're flying now you're flying it's so good sorry yeah i can never sing that out like super strong because of the key it's in mm-hmm, like it's singing out so i just need to yeah i mean if i sing like the harmony or whatever but yeah anyway that's random but <laughs> It is just a bop. 
It is so good. I re- yeah, this re- this album is so good. I f- it's it's just the right amount of realizing and acknowledging the human parts of life of hardship and mm-hmm. but then but not depressingly. No, and not maybe for a second to like right. show it, but then it just brings up all that joy and hope and right. and this we it will be okay and yeah. all this different stuff. So it's so good. This was number four. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Number three. Kenny G. No. Okay. This is the Little Prince. Ah, it is a Little Prince. Yeah, man. If we were doing soundtracks, I probably would have picked Ratatouille over this. Sure. But because I'm thinking in the terms of, well, they're just the singable songs on here. Turn around. Yeah. Are there any others? Yeah, there's that one. One, uh, two, one, two, yeah. Is there any others? There's two. So those two songs warrant the number three <laughs> spot. <laughs> yeah. Over Leave What's Lost Behind. Those two songs. No, but the whole the whole album is great. The whole, like... Soundtrack. The, the it should have words. Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. Well, yeah. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's French. No, yeah, it's good. It's, it's lovely. I, it puts me in a great mood. Um, it's a great movie. I just feel like it's part of my personality at this point. Interesting. Maybe it's just because we talk about it. I was it really surprised at how, like, quickly, because, like, I've known you for a while, and most of the time when you say, oh, yeah, that's a great movie, it's a movie you saw for the first time when you were, like, four, Hmm. And it's just been with you forever. And this was a movie where you saw for the very first time and we're like, yeah, it's great. I think this and La La Land are probably the two movies. I, like, I knew you before you had seen it. And then I knew you like immediately after you'd seen it. And it's, you were like, this is an amazing it's movie. one of those movies that is bizarre in mm-hmm. some sense. like, it, But it follows its own rules in a bizarre way. Yeah. And I just grab hold of those types of things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes movies purposefully are bizarre and don't necessarily follow the bizarre rule. It, like, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a good example of it. Um, I don't know. Um, leap. Sure. <laughs> but even just like the way they mix in between the worlds and the story and yeah. real life in this movie is just kind of mixed together. Yeah. But it all makes sense. It's a good movie for sure. And anyway, we're talking about the album, so. Right. The music's great. It's just. Yeah. It's just gonna filter in. It's just part of my top. It's my top third. Okay. Yes. What's your number two? Are you ready for it? Um. Yeah, I feel like this was gonna be a curveball, because I think I've you've we've. Oh, is it Magpie? No. Oh, hang on. Delta's got to be number one, right? Oh, is it Ashlyn? It's Ashlyn. Oh, good. I was about to be really shocked if that didn't come in. Yeah, what if it was just something you didn't know? That would be bad. I was was either like, okay, it either has to be one of these few or it's going to be a total curveball that I barely Yeah, that would be kind of sad, I feel, because you wouldn't know my second favorite album. Right. So I think Birdie is really the only one I don't know very well. All the other ones I've, like, heard. And Folklore, you don't. Oh, Oh, sure. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Birdie, Folklore, and then I guess Expectations, but I know, like, other Wild Child stuff. Sorry. Right, right. No, yeah, Ashlyn. I... I mean, we've talked about her for a bit. We I don't know if she'll be my favorite forever. We're going to see her in a couple of weeks. Oh, my goodness, everyone. We're <laughs> seeing her in Nashville live. It's my first big concert. You saw Avitz. But that was in, outside. That felt like okay. a festival. That that was still good. Okay, sorry. But, yeah, this is like going specifically to see this artist that you you really like. That's like 
she's just so cool i'm so excited are you gonna cry <laughs> not like right now you'll probably oh. cry at the show well, i might cry at the show that's weird sorry i'm just I mean, kidding. Her songs are emotional i'm Why kidding wouldn't I cry? i'm kidding um all right sorry i can't tell if this is a phase i'm in where i just really like her and i'm like in 10 years i'm gonna be like she's not that great mm. but i'm i'm gonna i'm okay with that yeah and then That's this is life this, this podcast isn't called top 10 albums that will be obsolete in 10 years <laughs> oh good that wasn't the title that was a working right. title for a minute that but. was an early draft <laughs> yeah the list was very different at that point <laughs> there was a lot of hootie and the blowfish on that <laughs> list yeah so why why do you like this album she's kind of um personality wise kind of a goof mm-hmm. um quirky if you will <laughs> sure i might as well <laughs> um with that, I feel like in her writing, she doesn't take herself too seriously and, and just kind of, um, obviously wants to put out good music and takes that seriously, but she allows for stories and things to be organic from her life and kind of come out in very poetic and mm-hmm moving ways that one can relate to even if they haven't been through the same experiences as her mm-hmm. um, her melodies i think are so cool especially in her bridges mm-hmm. um, i hope that when i see her live it's like oh i hope i like her as a person i mean i've mm-hmm. seen like videos and things and interviews and I feel like I do. Seems very articulate and like um, thoughtful, but also kind of silly, which mm, I think is mm-hmm. just a great thing to be, especially when she's getting one more well known. Mm-hmm. And she's still pretty young too. Mid twenties, I would say, right. right? I don't know for sure. I mean, like moderately young. She's not. Yeah, late. I mean, she's early in her career <clears throat> for sure. Right. There's a certain style that she brings, also to her music, that yeah. just makes you feel like I feels cool and good and stuff so she kind of makes you feel like you're in a convertible driving along like the malibu shoreline yeah with like a scarf in your hair and like fake sunglasses or Mm -hmm. something and like james dean is driving or something like that you thought you pictured yourself with (laughs) no no, not me i was talking about you (laughs) you were in that situation no i'm obviously with like uh, like bob hope or, (laughs) or i don't know um Edward Everett Horton, maybe, oh. for example. Right, right, right. I'm with one of those guys. Like, I'm not with James Dean. <laughs> with a scarf in your hair. What's wrong with you? That would be weird. <laughs> that would be strange. That's dumb. That's straight dumb. That's straight You're dumb. dumb. You're nice. You're nice. <laughs> Except for the holidays, I am. That's from New Girl. All right, what's... <laughs> Sorry. You have anything right. else to say about Ashlyn? I don't. All right. Number one is Delta. Yeah. And and Sons. I mean, duh. I mean, duh. I was trying to... Not trying to be different than you, but like... Because it's just my favorite album, it's and it's so also good. yours, apparently. So, um, we've also talked about this one pretty extensively, so yeah. I don't know if I should go much into it. It's um, didn't like it at first. Yeah. Listen to it some more. His voice. Um, my favorite thing about overall the album. His voice. It's quite. If you're listening to it, it's very front in the mix, and mm-hmm. it's very textured still and raspy everything else is quite behind like musically is behind him filling in all the gaps all around right and it's very 
ethereal is that a good word for it yeah, can't uh, word, yeah. and filled out and just to the max there's not really any space <clears throat> pretty much all of the songs and i think at at one point that was one of the reasons maybe i wouldn't didn't like it as much because i enjoy hearing the individual instruments especially before where their stuff was very bass guitar banjo keys and like harmonies really and strongly so and it's a very definite like oh you can hear like a four-piece band and like harmonies going on mm-hmm. and this album is not that way but i've grown to really love it right and forever is one of my favorite songs it is so i good. mean delta is also so great and and October Skies. The Wild. And Picture You. And Wild Heart. And 42. Or Blinding Light. Guiding Light. Guiding. I was like, who's think that? That's, a, that's The Weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what The Weekend's full name is? No. Saturday, Sunday. Good one. Do you know what T-Pain's full name is? No. Tylenol Pain Relief. <laughs> Do you know what? Ice Cube's full name was? Icelandic Cubicle. <laughs> I really like these jokes. I wish you laughed a little <laughs> bit more when I told them. <laughs> I think these jokes are so funny. <laughs> I love All right. Them. Sorry. Let's get back to my Renaissance. It's a great album. It's my favorite album, too. Yeah. So, me and Liv have a lot in common, but we also have a lot of things not in common. But Delta is for sure one of them that is like kind of a, like a cornerstone of our friendship at this point. I think point. it's cool. Also, being as. If okay, here's it. What? If if Liv and I were Venn diagrams, or our our interests were Venn diagrams, mm. Delta would be the like the very center of what is seeming us together. <laughs> I don't want to. That's <laughs> yeah. If the real nothing... reason. Oh Sorry. gracious. That was about like. like a, I would hope we have more in common than just liking an album. <laughs> no, we do. It's just that I feel like Delta is is. No, I get pretty you. much. It's, it's one of central. the things that's right there in the center. Indeed. Of the things that we have in common that that make our friendship what it is. We were good friends before we liked Delta, but I mean, like, I get it. I get it. It was also one of the few albums that you introduced me to, mm-hmm. and not just introduced me to. We're like, hey, listen to this album, but like every day for like a month, we're saying, hey, have you listened to Delta yet? You need to listen to Delta. It's so good. Hey, have you listened to Delta yet? Why haven't you listened to Delta? It's so good. You I did that with Ash too. No, you referenced it offhandedly once, <laughs> and then I listened to it and realized it was absolutely amazing, and I was like, what? Why haven't you told me about this? I, and you're like, yeah, I've known this for like a month. And I was like, Liv, God, tell me these things. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we find great music. <laughs> that wasn't the deal. <laughs> the only reason I'm in a band with you is because I need more music recommendations. <laughs> Sorry, that's not the only reason I'm in a band with you. Okay. That I feel like we're rambling on. I have a couple honorable mentions I'll just mention Go real quick. Go um, Find Your Rest Here. It's an EP by Olivia Georgia. Hmm. It's so good. You know. I know that one song. By yeah. Right. There's yeah. like four songs, I think. Okay. Um, All I Have by Sarah Sparks. That's Very good. good. You referenced um, That's Into the, the Lantern f- Waste. Yeah. But I also was recently listening to this one, and I really like it. All I Have is the one with like religion and anthem on, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, that's a great album. I also want to mention Lawrence, the band. Yeah. They're pretty the cool. I, was, I didn't put one of their albums on it because I don't think – they have an album that i love 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 mm. um but they're really cool musicians mm-hmm. so which album would you recommend though probably living room yeah at this point and jet lag and jet lag <laughs> yeah that's a great album. and then anything bing crosby <laughs> so mm-hmm. mostly from his movie holiday in 
Jesus. Alakazoid. Is it raining? It might be. Oh, yeah, it looks like it. A little bit of rain. A little bit of rain to bring up those tulips. We've recently planted a bunch of tulip bulbs in the front yard. Yes. Do we tell the story? I don't think so. Aiden came home from work because he works as a gar- groundskeeper. Um, so he's working outside with plants mm-hmm. and, and flowers and all that. His is okay that I'm telling you this story. Yes. His boss was like, "Hey, I have some extra tulip bulbs." And well, he was no, like, it was like we have like these crates and crates and crates. Don't don't say that yet because oh. I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, sorry. Tell your story. Your side. She says, "Hey, do you want um some tulip bulbs?" And he and then he texts me and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna bring some tulip bulbs home. Is that cool? We can plant them." And I was like, "Yes, for sure." In my head, I'm picturing a few. Oh, you didn't even say tulip bulbs. It was just tulips. Right. So I was like picturing maybe like. A couple of sprouts, and maybe it was like five to ten. Mm-hmm. He comes home with how many? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred tulip bulbs. <laughs> and I come home and I find it, and it's like <laughs> we have this whole front like mulch mm-hmm. um, thing on the side of our house, and like kind of wraps around. And he's like placing one in, like at half a centimeter apart. <laughs> like I'm not like down. Yeah. Like this is awesome. <clears throat> We ha- barely made a dent. We like planted so many around the yard, and they're yeah. starting to sprout up. They are. There's the um, just the leaves, but not the little tulips heads yet. But they'll be here before too long. But I just I found it just absolutely it just tickled me because mm-hmm. there was there just were, so there many. There were 500 to a crate, <laughs> and there were I mean it was literally like a dozen or two crates full of these that they were like, well we can't use them. It's too late to plant them, so we're just gonna throw them away. Like everyone takes them home. So a bunch of us were just grabbing them and, gr- and taking them home, and I just grabbed three different, you know, one was red, one was pink, and yeah. one was like an Easter mix. Yeah. And so I thought, cool, this will be fun. Let's try it. And and I'm so happy you did. Like yeah. I'm so so excited for them to just, mm-hmm. yeah. But I just found it so funny to me because you're expecting so like a cute many. little patch on the corner. Yeah. And it's like the entire front but it's of our like house. the front. <laughs> yeah. So we'll keep you all updated on if we get the flowers this year because it was a little later when we planted them, but we planted them right before there was like a little bit of a cold, mm-hmm. like the ground froze again, which is which ideal. Is how you're supposed to do it, yeah. So the little leaves are popped, mm-hmm. popped up. So hopefully, probably next shortly couple before, weeks? Or shortly after, maybe right after we get home from the Easter, they'll be blossoming. Oh, that would be lovely. It'd be really bad if they bloomed and went away while we were gone. We'll only be gone for like four or five days. Yeah. So anyway, I probably yeah. okay with that. Don't think it's such negative terms. Okay, sorry. No, just kidding. Okay, well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Yeah. Um, Liv, you have anything else to 10. say about these albums? I don't. We'll listen to all these albums, folks. Can you read them off one more time? From 10, 10 to 1. 10 to 1, it's Young Heart by Birdie, 21 by Adele, Love War in the Scene Between by Josh Gerrels. Wait, no, you switch, switch those. Whoops. Rewind. Number 10, we have Young Heart by Birdie, 21 by Adele, Folklore by Taylor Wait, you, Swift. Wait, is your top 21 albums? 21 by Adele. Sorry, start over again. I apologize. You're glaring at me. <laughs> Sorry. We have Young Heart by Birdie, 21 by Adele, Folklore by Taylor Swift, Lumineers by The Lumineers, um, Expectations by Wild Child, Love War in the Scene Between by Josh Gerrels. Leave What's Lost Behind by Colony House, The Little Prince by Hans Zimmer and Richard Harvey, Ashlyn by Ash, and Delta by Mumford and Sons. Good list. So. Solid. Solid. Rock on. <laughs> and uh, Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Um, the season two finale coming in hot next week. Get ready. Um, 
and then enjoy your Holy Week and Easter, and we'll be coming right there in the middle. So, sorry to interrupt that time <laughs> if that is an important time to y'all. Anyway. All right, see you next week. Yep. Bye-bye! This has been Between Takes with Opal Entertainment. I'm Olivia O'Neill, and this is Aiden Driscoll on guitar. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tell your friends, and tune in next week for a brand new episode of... Between Takes! <laughs>